Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Powered, as always, by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. These are Titans reporter at A to Z Sports.com, Sam Phelan. Uh, we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. And also hit us up on more uh, for more Titans content on Instagram and on TikTok. We've got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, keeping you safe online and get a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, and Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer uh, serving Middle Tennesseans now for over 18 years with great locations in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Sam, uh, it's been since uh, June 30th when we reacted to Nicholas petit Frere's six-game suspension for uh, sports betting since we had been live. Uh, and so we, we did a couple, Zach and I did, a couple pre-recorded shows that we played last week. We talked about the potential uh, for Ben Jones, maybe to make a return. We talked about an under the radar rookie who could be sneaking around. Uh, and then uh, also talked about an, an uh, underappreciated, uh, an under talked about Titan as well. And I did find it funny is that I, I saw several comments as I was monitoring that over the last week or so said, man, I can't believe they haven't talked about, Hassan Haskins yet. <laughs> they haven't mentioned Hassan Haskins. And yes, we recorded those shows before the Hassan Haskins news came out Friday afternoon, June 30th. So we've still got a lot to unpack from that situation. Uh, but Sam, DeAndre Hopkins news did not slow down while we've been away from our regular live shows, but uh, welcome back to everybody. And so uh, what did we uh, learn about DeAndre Hopkins and that sweepstakes uh, over the last several days? Well, it, it feels like we keep taking these breaks with D Hop for about a week at a time. And about like once a week, we get this new refreshing update uh, that kind of gives a little bit of insight into where things stand. Austin, I'll remind you that two weeks away from training camp, then sneaking up on us is probably sneaking up on DeAndre Hopkins and his camp as well, because uh, he's, I would assume, going to have a team. Right around the time that training camp begins, he's going to have to make a decision here. And so we got this update from Mike Reese of ESPN uh, earlier this weekend that says, the, and Mike Reese, of course, New England Patriots writer for ESPN. So he's writing a, a Patriots article and packed within there, he provides a D-hop update where he says, key points on where things stand with free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins are as follows, according to a source, the Titans and Patriots have both made offers 
the Titans have been more aggressive to this point, and Hopkins hasn't been in a rush to sign. One reason for Hopkins to wait a bit longer is to leave open the possibility of another team entering the mix, potentially increasing his market. So, I mean, we heard a few weeks ago about the potential possibility of Carolina or Cleveland or a third team really entering this race. And to this point, nothing has really happened on that front. Hopkins has not taken another visit that we know of. There hasn't been another formal offer that we know of, at least for now, it remains a two horse race between the Titans and the Patriots. And as Mike Reese says, the Titans right now are the aggressive ones getting out in front, making D hop, uh, you know, a more bold offer. Yeah, that's interesting. I, you know, I think we've talked several times now because it's been over a month since DeAndre Hopkins took his visit to Nashville. That was in early June. He followed that up with his visit to New England. We've seen so many different reports and had so many different conversations about, you know, who, if you were DeAndre Hopkins, who would you rather play for, the Titans or the Patriots? And I think most people that are not Patriots fans think the, tit- the Titans are probably more attractive for DeAndre Hopkins just because of the opportunity, the situation, and I think the Titans' ability to make the playoffs if DeAndre Hopkins uh, does land here, where the Patriots are still probably third or fourth at best. Uh, in their division. So, you know, I'm sitting here trying to weigh, like, what do I think about Mike Reese and his wording of more aggressive, uh, more aggressive than the Patriots. I think the Tennessee Titans not getting DeAndre Hopkins. I think the Titans have more to lose than the Patriots do. Um, again, and I don't follow the Patriots. Like obviously I follow the Titans, but from the, the Patriots people we have on staff, I don't think Patriots expectations are super high this season. Well, they also like you look at the wide receiver room, like I mean, they have Juju Smith Schuster, they have Devontae Parker, they have Kendrick Bourne, like the they still did they have Jacob? No, Jacob Myers left. Yeah, he, he uh, left in free agency. They right. they, they, they replaced him right with Juju, yeah. Swapped him with Juju, but I mean they have three pretty established veteran receivers that are like I wouldn't say it's the worst wide receiver room. Like, like they have some options offensively. So I, I do think what you said is correct. Like they have, the Titans have more to lose here. The Titans without DeAndre Hopkins don't really have a lot of hope for their passing game this season. Realistically, like when you look at the Titans mm-hmm. offense, adding DeAndre Hopkins does a complete 180 to how you have to view the Titans as an offense and really the outlook of their season heading into training camp. Without Hopkins in the mix, I think everybody's a little bit underwhelmed and continues to be underwhelmed. So they definitely have more to lose than New England. So from that perspective, it makes sense that Tennessee's more aggressive, that they're you know being more proactive and trying to get something done because they know how important this is to their their organization this year yeah and i think that's that's the message that i see with this too and, and buck rising wrote an article on a to z sports.com that you can go read um you know after the show or during the show in a different browser however you want to do it but uh yeah buck kind of talked about the message of what this more aggressive than the patriots sends and i, I think it's the fact that the tennessee titans knew that they weren't going to spend big money on free agent wide receiver uh, in the spring, right? They brought in Chris Moore and that was it. 
They re-signed NWI for a fairly, very cheap one-year deal. And that was it, of veteran additions. Then they get to the draft, and you're like, well, they have to draft a receiver fairly high, right? You know, they went Skronsky in round one. We know the Levis deal in round two. You're thinking, all right, third round's got to be a receiver. And Sam, we're sitting there with Jack on the draft show, like, they've got to take a receiver in the third round. Nope, Tajay Spears, round three. And then they wait. No fourth-round pick. Fifth round goes tight end. Sixth round goes off as a lineman. And seventh round, they take Colton Dowell. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And so now they've made it through OTA's mini camp. They've seen everybody. They've seen Burks. You like it. They've seen a little healthier, bigger Phillips. That looks good, too. You like Chig. But outside of that, you're like, ah, there's just a lot missing there. And so maybe that desperation, I don't want to call it desperation, I guess, but the need to field more aggressive is apparent because you've seen your entire offseason program play out to this point. Uh, I will say, too, I mean, there's a chance this was the plan all along. And I think that, you know, should the Titans end up converting on Hopkins here, they get this deal done. That's something that I'll be really interested in diving into because I'll remind you when the Titans took Tajay Spears in the third round and Will Levis in the second round, and everybody raised an eyebrow at why they haven't gone wide receiver yet. The message from Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon at that press conference I was in was, look, we're going to address it. We're just going to address it in some different ways. And Mike Vrabel brought up the idea of players getting cut in the next few weeks that are going to become free agents and become available that can help us. So I, maybe they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins circled as quite this big of a fish, but I do think some credit will be due to the Titans brass, if they're able to fix their wide receiver issues through second tier, second term free agents uh, with a player of DeAndre Hopkins caliber, especially because I think getting him as a later free agent now saves you a lot of money than what you would have spent on him during regular free agency. Well, via trade, right? Right. I mean, the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. got $15 million, I, I keep coming back to this because it's the figure that kind of set the market for a player like D-Hop this offseason, but that figure is crazy to me. Yeah. And a lot of teams have their rosters built already. They have their cap, you know, accounted for already, and it takes them out of the running to, to go and get Hopkins. So I'm just like – this was potentially, and the Titans still have a ways to go to get to the finish line and make sure DeAndre Hopkins is in Music City this season. But if he is, this is a really, really nice job and a well-orchestrated plan by Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon and uh, the Titans front office. Yeah, I mean, it's a hold on to your butts type of plan, but if it works out, great. So uh, let's, all right, so I've got something, but I also want to get to our question that we hear, have here for the audience. So we talk about the, the report from, for Mike Reese uh, of ESPN saying the Titans are have been more aggressive than the Patriots uh, in their pursuit of DeAndre Hopkins. So we'll ask that question. Is that a big deal, a small deal or no deal that the Titans have been more aggressive uh, than the Patriots big deal, small deal or no deal. That uh, right there uh, is the question that will get you guys more involved. I see a very active chat this morning already, even pre our first uh, question to you guys but before we get to your answers and our answers let me tell you about Krebs Kubota 
They are Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment provider, and Krebs Kubota can take care of you for any of your needs. Uh, and they've got three locations to do it. They're an elite Kubota dealer. Uh, that means they get perks for warranties and other equipment. They got the best equipment in the industry, but they're also the best people in the industry providing that equipment in Murfreesboro, Franklin, and in Columbia. KrebsKubota.com is their website. And whether it's big or small, they've got you covered for all of your projects and applications you have going around your property. Uh, and Krebs Kubota knows that you're going to need uh, that relationship with your equipment provider because things break, things go wrong. Uh, you're not as educated as others when it comes to uh, dealing with your property and all the big maintenance and everything that goes on with it. So make sure that the guys and, and gals at Krebs Kubota help you out online at KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. You can use the bonus code on your screen, ATOZ Sports, on the BetMGM app and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Go on the app, find that bet that's, you know, call in your name, make it your first bet and use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. And even if the bet loses, you get your money back in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000. That's the best way to do sports gambling when you can make every play and every game mean so much more. Do it with the king of sports books, BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, Sam, so we're asking the audience this morning, uh, big deal, small deal, or no deal, that the Titans were have been more aggressive to this point than the Patriots. Again, this is from Mike Reese of ESPN.com, who covers the New England Patriots. Uh, we all know the Titans and Patriots have made offers. The Titans have been more aggressive at this point. Hopkins hasn't been in a rush to sign. One reason for Hopkins to wait a little bit longer is to leave open the possibility of another team entering the mix, potentially increasing his market. So, Sam, I'll send you to the chat the question we're asking. The Titans being more aggressive than the Patriots for DeAndre Hopkins, is that a big deal, small deal, or no deal? Big deal, small deal, or no deal. Seth says it's a big deal. Steven says it's a big deal. Eric says small deal. Myram says big deal. Eddie's big deal. Bun is big deal. Stephen King is no deal. Uh, Omar is a big deal. Valentino says small deal. Tighten up is small deal. Michael is small deal. Scott is big deal. Jesse, big deal. Amar, big deal. Nick, small deal. Brian, big deal. Ken, big deal. Nate's burner, small deal. Uh, Paul is a big deal. We've got a small deal from Titans. Kyle, we've got a giant deal from Jody. Big deal. We've got a small deal from Billy. William and Jason both coming with big deal. Andre says it's no deal. Mr. Jones says it's the only deal. Cameron Strong says it is a big deal. Brad says it's a big deal. We've got a no deal from Satow, a big deal from Karen, a big deal from Kenneth, small from Darius. Uh, kind of all over the place. A lot of people think this is a very big deal, Austin. Yeah. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Big deal, small deal, or no deal on the Titans being aggressive, more aggressive than New England in their pursuit of Hopkins? I think if it – so, you know, on the grand scale, on the the big picture, I think it's a small deal because this is just being compared to the Patriots. The, the Titans have been more aggressive than the Patriots for DeAndre Hopkins. Now, that also does mean the Titans have been the most aggressive team in the NFL hmm. for DeAndre Hopkins. But in my in my opinion, I, I don't think it deserves a big deal because it's just them versus the Patriots. And DeAndre Hopkins has still 
uh, kind of been sitting there and waiting for somebody else to come along. And even though the Titans have been very aggressive or more aggressive than New England, I still think it's a small deal overall. Uh, and I'm not trying to go put, you know, is a big deal that they're in. It's, I like it. I'm glad that the Titans have been more aggressive than New England because that should put them in the driver's seat. But I say small deal as of right now. So I, I did see Nas saying small deal. You don't want to scare them off being too aggressive. Uh, there's that balance you, you're playing of, you know, you don't want to seem uh, desperate, right? Seem like, desperate. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to come on too strong. But I, I don't think that's going mean, to happen. It depends what you mean by aggressive. Is aggressive Mike Vrabel sending him texts? DeAndre, we submitted an offer. Please sign. Please sign. Have you thought about it all? Aggressive could just mean showing him some money. And money talks. There's no such thing as scaring a guy off with money in the National Football League. That You know, he sees an extra zero on there. He's going to sign the contract. So For sure. Um, I think this is a big deal uh, because uh, a couple reasons. Number one is uh, something I saw earlier in the comments, which is the early bird gets the worm. And it's what I talked about just a little bit ago, Austin, which is the fact that training camp is almost here. I mean, the Titans are two weeks out, less than two weeks out from having Mike Vrabel's introductory press conference to training camp at this point. Right. So if you're DeAndre Hopkins, you are going to have to start – narrowing down what's important to you and making a decision you've waited you've dragged this out for longer than a month you've hoped other teams would get involved there might have even been some you know rumors that got floated out there about teams that could potentially be interested or get in the mix that maybe they came from his camp just to drive up a little bit of a price who knows but you've waited and you haven't gotten quite the level of interest you probably thought you would. Now, the chances of another team getting in and getting super aggressive and and signing him in the next week or two, I think is pretty low, especially because D-Hop hasn't been on a visit to any other team yet. Mm -hmm. He sat down with the Titans. He's been to Nashville. He's checked out the facility. He's met Ryan Tannehill and hung out with Ryan Tannehill and other players. So I think this comes down to two horses. And right now, the Titans being the most aggressive team shows DeAndre Hopkins and everybody else that they're the most serious. And money talks. So that's reason number one, because a decision's going to have to come soon. And number two is the Titans have less money available in current cap space than the Patriots do. The Patriots have up near $15 million. The Titans have just above eight. So from a one-year deal perspective, if you're trying to fit it under your current cap constraints, the Patriots have the ability to price the Titans out of this thing. Now, the Titans could always get creative by adding a second year or future mm -hmm. guarantees, restructuring mm -hmm. contracts. There's a lot of things that they can do. Void years, the new favorite tool. Right. I, I mean, I felt like, though, money was an advantage that New England had over the Titans as these negotiations come out, if the Patriots aren't being very aggressive and the Titans are the ones that are viewed as the leader and their offer is viewed as more aggressive, that shows me that the Titans are willing to make this work uh, and willing to move around some dollars here and there if they need to, in order to bring Hopkins in. So I think this is a big deal. It, it shows how serious the Titans are. It shows that they're potentially the leader right now, 
with just a few weeks to go until a decision probably needs to be made. And it shows that really the level of interest from teams outside of New England and Tennessee is limited. So those are all big, big positives to Hopkins being a Tennessee Titan in a few weeks. Yeah. So I I see, uh, excuse me, Troy says the chiefs are going to sneak in the back door and scoop him up. I think that's what, I feel like that's what DeAndre Hopkins is probably hoping for, but that's also something that could completely screw up the Titans plan. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's possible. And I can hear the argument for it not being a big deal for that reason, because there's still legwork to do to get to the finish line. And you don't know if the guy that the Titans are running a race right now and they keep looking over their shoulder at the guy to their right and they're not paying attention to the anybody on their left. And for all they know, there could be a dude sprinting way faster than them getting ready to pass right before the finish line. Or they could just keep checking this guy and cruise to a win. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how quickly they can get to the finish line and, it, and if they really get this thing done. So I, I do hear that argument for it being a small deal because you don't know who else can come. But does it not feel like there would be like a sign of somebody I like we are two weeks yeah. from training camp press conferences at like, no, you're right. So Sam, I have like two comparisons that I feel about this one that came up just now that we're with this conversation. And then one that we kind of danced around a little bit earlier in the show. So I've got two things I want to discuss uh, what this Deandre Hopkins situation reminds me of. Uh, but first, I'm going to tell everybody about the Aura app. Aura is where you need to turn to keep you safe online. Sam and I have both done this, and we're, the, we're reaping the benefits because Aura goes out there and they find data brokers who have your information. And then what they do is they automatically submit you out of those information requests. And so you get less junk emails, less spam calls to your phone, and less junk in your actual mailbox as well. And they also keep you safe from other situations online like credit identity theft monitoring uh that if your your credit card gets swiped by something they will notify you or if something else happens they will send you notification to change your password with password leaks that happen all the time uh these days and aura does it all for you and you just sit back and kind of react to what you need to and it's easy to sign up sam and i did that zach did it too and you get two free weeks when you use our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. So all you got to do is type that into your browser, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. They got rid of the data brokers in, of my life in like six days. So two weeks is a great opportunity to learn what Aura can do for you. So check it out one more time, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Kind of a dead period in sports going on right now, but we have a fun event tonight. Some some MLB All-Star game, All-Star break action with the Home Run Derby tonight in Seattle. That's one to check out. If you want to bet on the Home Run Derby, make sure you're doing it with BetMGM and use the code ATOZ Sports as the bonus code uh, to get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. So find that guy you think's hitting the most nukes in Seattle. Maybe it's a a third crown for Pete Alonzo. Maybe you're taking my guy, Luis Robert Jr. Whoever it is that you've got your eye on, place the bet with the bonus code ATOZ Sports. And even if you lose, no worries. 
you get your money back up to $1,000. That's the way to do sports betting, especially uh, this summer and this time of year is when the risk is limited and you can get money back. So king of sportsbooks, betmgm.com and the betmgm app. Get with them today. All right, Sam. So there's two things that this DeAndre Hopkins Titan situation uh, does remind me of. Um, and it, it really is. We talked about it earlier in the show and it's about the Titans plan of not going big in free agency, not doing anything really worth of significance in the draft and waiting until the seventh round to get a, a receiver in the draft and just hoping that you had something in the summer. And it's the exact same thing they did with Julio Jones two years ago. Like it's just been two off seasons ago where the Titans did not bring in anybody worth anything in free agency. And their first wide receiver drafted in 2021's draft was Dez Fitzpatrick in the fourth round. And we didn't think he was much of anything. That was a confusing pick. And then they traded for Julio in June. And then everything was fine. Okay, that's that was the plan the whole time. John Robinson was just waiting to trade for Julio. And it feels the same way. It's Okay, you bring in Chris Moore. You, you do Colton Dowell in the seventh round because you had an idea that DeAndre Hopkins was going to be available via trade or free agency like this in the summer. And now just you're just pushing all your chips into that happening and that pulling through to where you had more control with the Julio thing because you were trading with the Falcons. This is just up to DeAndre Hopkins and it's open to anybody else. And, and that's a, a much riskier move than even what the Julio thing was two years ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if they're all in on DeAndre Hopkins only because, like, there's going to be other guys like, throughout camp, throughout, you know, the preseason. Guys are going to be cut and become available, and some of them are going to be veterans of significance that just didn't really have uh, a roster spot cut out. We see them every year. So, I, I mean, there are going to be other options, but Hopkins is certainly the home run option of anybody the Titans could have added in the second stage of the off season. So mm. uh, I, yeah, I mean, I see the comparison. I don't like using the comparison because I think Hopkins is just uh, like, he's a way better player at a way different stage in his career than Julio was just from an injury perspective and a track like recent history of success perspective. So I don't like using the comparison, but, I wouldn't be surprised if there's Titans fans out there that feel the same way of, uh, Oh, here we go again. This is the same story I was told with Julio, but this is the same. It's the same plan. It's a very similar plan. And it's scary right? because of what you said. Like, yeah, you, you can't control your own destiny here. Like, yeah, like you up. need Deandre to pick you. <laughs> and so, uh, that yeah, you do kind of have to put your chips all in on this particular player in this particular moment and hope he says, all right, I'm coming. Uh, and that solves all of your problems. If he doesn't, you have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what you're going to do this preseason and throughout training camp and who you're going to sign in August to, you know, give you some sort of competent passing offense and some competent wide receivers. So that, I don't know what plan B is. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing is what, what, what's a legitimate plan B? So yeah, that, true. Um, so the other thing that this reminds me of this Titans, the Andre Hopkins situation, it reminds me of 
the old fashioned, your first offer in recruiting. This is, you know, the Tennessee Titans were the first to offer DeAndre Hopkins that scholarship. Now there's a current four-star wide receiver recruit out of California who is committed to Colorado state mm. and not, I don't think Colorado state, the Rams playing out there in the mountain West don't get a lot of four-star commitments, but they offered this kid and it was his first offer and they showed him a bunch of love early in the process and he became a four-star recruit, but he committed to his first offer, but lurking are other programs that maybe are getting this guy late and it doesn't matter who your first offer was. If you're in the Southeast and you're a recruit and your first offer is, I don't know, NC state. And you're sitting there like, Oh, cool. Wolfpack. I can play in the ACC, like NC state. I get that. And then all of a sudden you, you start to blow up. And now Miami, Florida state, if Clemson comes knocking on that door, you're not staying at NC state. Like that's just like, you're not going to go there. And so if the Tennessee Titans are the NC state, if the, ten- if the Tennessee Titans are the Colorado state, which they're not that low, they're also not as low as NC state either. But again, you get my point. If yeah. Clemson comes knocking, if Alabama and Georgia come knocking, if the Buffalo bills, if the Kansas city chiefs and to an extent, the Cleveland Browns, because of Deshaun Watson, if they come knocking on Deandre Hopkins door, is he going to stay with his first offer? Maybe. Well, there's one thing I don't think that accounts for, which is the NIL money. I think kids would stay at their first offer, if not for NIL. Like, it, you know, you I would stay at Colorado State. Kids would stay at Colorado State if you didn't have USC saying, hey, come uh, come get $800,000 in NIL money every year to come play for us. That's a hard offer to turn down. The thing with Kansas City and Buffalo is they don't have money. They, they don't have the money to offer DeAndre Hopkins. Like, they're even lower than the Titans on the totem pole. So yeah. how much are they going to shake up their roster construction to clear up money to make him an offer? Because he's not going to take a million dollars just to go play in Kansas City. He's not going to take a million dollars just to go play in Buffalo. Like he's still going to want competitive money to the industry standard, which if the Titans and the Patriots are the only two teams that can afford it and are willing to give it to him, those are his options. So that's why I was, I'm a little bearish on the idea of the, the Chiefs swooping in and getting him because I don't see where the money comes from, especially with the clock ticking and the finish line approaching, where do you find the money and the roster space for DeAndre Hopkins right now? I, no. I don't I don't know if I see it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Now the Chiefs are talking to Chris Jones and they can, you know, extend Chris Jones's contract that frees up a bunch of money this year to, to make something happen. There's also, you know, the Mahomes or Tannehill. You know, I you know, DeAndre Hopkins, I uh, this is a guess, but I feel pretty confident in it. DeAndre Hopkins would make more money off the field with the Chiefs, the Bills, compared to the Titans. Yeah. He's, yeah, he would get more of that NIL money of just endorsement, commercials, just whatever it might be, exposure on a national level in KC or Buffalo compared to Nashville. Because we know, we all know this, the Titans just don't move the needle and that's, that's fine. It just is what it is. And the two quarterbacks he'd be playing with in those other two cities move the needle themselves. Those cities aren't that big, but the quarterbacks are bigger. 
and the fan bases are bigger. So, you know, I think that's where if like your whole thing, if the Titans are sitting there looking over the right shoulder and then the chiefs or the bills come flying over the left shoulder, there's really nothing the Titans can do about that. Colorado state can't compete with USC. NC state can't compete with an offer from Clemson. They don't win those battles. Yeah. And so I, can the Titans you, hang on, I guess. Yeah. You can only offer what you can offer, right? You can't pretend to be something or someone you're not. If you do, People see right through that, right? You don't, we don't, you don't show up to a meeting with DeAndre Hopkins and say, look at our elite offense. Look at our, you know, top five quarterback. Look at all of this. Like, look at all the exposure you can get playing for the Titans. Look at our big market. Those aren't realistic things that you offer DeAndre Hopkins. You stick to your guns. You say, we'll give you 140 targets. We'll give you a reliable throw, like guy throwing you the football and Ryan Tannehill, who's accurate and a veteran and a great teammate. And, uh, you know, we'll give you every opportunity to make plays. We'll compete for the AFC South and you'll have a lot of fun in Nashville. And those are, that's your offer. And, you know, you hope it's enough. You hope it sticks. That's all you can do. I just, I think it's important that, and a big deal to me that we're this close to, what I think should be a decision because I, I'm, we'll get to what Jeremy Fowler yeah. said on sports center here in a little bit, but Jeremy Fowler said last week that a decision could come in the next week or two from what he's hearing. So I like, this could be pretty close. And as of right now, you're in the lead and it appears like it might be enough. Like Goliath hasn't shown up to the fight yet. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so let's get to that Jeremy Fowler report here in a second. But Sam, first, tell us all about the Bone and Joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute, you can visit them uh, at boneandjointtn.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedics and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know who to trust, and you can trust the Bone and Joint Institute. Uh, They're located out in Franklin with over a dozen specialists who can help you through any type of injury. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility to assist and help in your recovery as well. And everything is all under one roof for maximum convenience. You don't have to worry about driving all over Middle Tennessee, trying to go to this appointment, to that appointment, going point A to point B. It's all in the same spot, all under one roof. Your clinic, your testing, your imaging, rehab, surgery, you name it. It's there out in Franklin. To schedule an appointment, go visit our friends at boneandjointtn.org. Also with BetMGM, Sam mentioned, it's it's All-Star Week for Major League Baseball, which means fun things to play with on the BetMGM app. And you can do it with our first bet offer uh, bonus code ATOZ Sports. You, you sign up with BetMGM, use that code ATOZ Sports, and you get up to $1,000 back on your first bet if uh, in bonus bets if you don't win that first bet. So that's with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. For the first bet offer with BetMGM, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, other requirements, rewards issued as knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game with sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So Sam, uh, talking about the update from Jeremy Fowler, we've discussed uh, Mike Reese talking about the Titans being more aggressive than the New England Patriots for DeAndre Hopkins. Now, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN said earlier, uh, last week on Sports Center, the Titans, I'm told, are pretty well positioned here. They're certainly motivated to do this from Coach Mike Vrabel on down. A lot is going to depend on what comes 
with the contract front. So we'll see who steps up there. So interesting, Sam. I'll let you kind of pick apart what you think about Jeremy Fowler's report stands out the most. Yeah, I mean, this was, you know, a snippet of what he had said on SportsCenter and kind of mixed in here was what I had said earlier, which was, you know, the fact that a decision could be coming within the next week or two. So it's all going to come out, come down to who steps up financially right at the end of this race here. And uh, so far, as we just heard, the Titans are the ones who have stepped up. They're the ones who are aggressive. Uh, we also heard from Jeremy Fowler that, uh, that same rumor that we just talked about. Yeah. While there have been rumors about other teams trying to potentially get into the mix uh, so far from what he's heard, it remains the Titans and the Patriots that have expressed interest to Deandre Hopkins. So another positive update, uh, another reason why like going this quote along with this report that the Titans are more aggressive is what has had me feeling good about, the Titans chances to land D hop, but it did have both of us wondering Austin, if it's going to come down to money and it's going to come down to who is most aggressive in their contract offer, what is the limit for Titans fans? So like what is a fair number? So it's going to be very interesting to see what I said earlier, how the Titans play with their cap, how they incorporate void years. Do they add a second year to the deal? Like where does this contract fall and what does it look like? Because it's really hard to gauge the market for DeAndre Hopkins right now. Yeah, and uh, Mike Giannetti of Spotrack said earlier in the summer that once you get beyond the draft and really beyond OTAs and minicamp, that the most guaranteed money given to a free agent over the last six off-seasons at this point is $9 million. Wow. So like, DeAndre Hopkins is actually is very different than most free agents who are available at this yeah. time. Uh, because, you know, the Titans signed Jadavian Clowney in August a couple years, three years ago, right? But I think we understood that was a one-year deal with less guaranteed money and more, you know, upside money. So I think that's where the DeAndre Hopkins situation is more unique is that this hasn't happened the last five or six years. You just don't see many guys with the potential to be elite at such a, uh, you know, position of the importance of wide receiver. Like you have running backs out there on the market. Like somebody's going to sign Ezekiel Elliott in three weeks, probably to, a cheap contract and he'll probably run the ball for him 120 times and it'll be yeah. whatever. Same thing Flat with Leonard Fournette. Yeah. You, you, but you don't see many guys at a premium position like wide receiver that are still free agents right now. And possibly one of the best 10 guys in the game still like Deandre Hopkins still has the ability to, as he pointed out on threads last week, to be a 1400 <laughs> yard wide receiver in the NFL. Like that's what he was on pace for last year. Um, so it's a very, very unique situation. And it's what has had my brain kind of all over the place thinking about this. Cause my head says, well, he should get more than Odell Beckham jr. Certainly. But history says that's not going to happen at this stage in the off season. All right. So Sam, the question I want to ask you first, because I'm going to, I'm going to play with a, a, a tool here while we're doing this live. 
How oh, much God. money are you comfortable with the Titans paying DeAndre Hopkins? Just on the on the high end. Like, what is that? You know, the high end. How much money are you comfortable with the Titans paying DeAndre Hopkins? So if you could throw your I've seen some numbers from the audience already getting out there. I see three years 38. Let's call two, it AAV, right? Like, can we call it this year? Is that what we're gonna do? Or are we gonna uh, do it? I, that's up to your discretion? Oh boy. Now you don't have to be super um, you know, specific with it, but I, I'm just kind of curious of how you feel about all this. Um, I would go up to this. This might be a really bad number. It shows the kind of GM I'd be. I'd give him up to 20 million a year. A like, year? I looked at a list of the top 10 highest paid wide receivers. DJ Moore making $20.9 million for the Chicago Bears this season is the 10th highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a top 10 wide receiver still. So I, I don't give him a long-term deal, but if it was a two-year $35 million contract, two-year $36 million contract, I, I wouldn't bat an eye at that. It, even if it was one-year $18 million, it's pricey. But I think it, you're paying for a top 10 wide receiver. So, um, then that, I mean, that's probably more expensive than it would take, but you might have to, you know, pay a little bit of a premium to make sure you lock him down. The, the uh, Tennessee Titans tax of not having an elite quarterback or being like a perennial Super Bowl contender. So, I, I mean, do I think that's realistic figure? No, but if you told me the Titans signed D Hop to a one-year, eighteen million dollar contract, I'd be very okay with it. I think that's worth the money. All right, so I'm I'm playing with money here. So oh goodness, I've got the uh, cap calculator, the contract constructor tool out here on this. So uh, I'm going to send you to the chat, Sam, to see what people are saying is like, what, like, how much money would you be comfortable uh, with the Titans and Deandre Hopkins? So I'll let you go do that uh, and read more of those comments. Uh, but first, uh, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and get to the chat while I continue. You're right, yeah. You're going to deal with your cap. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing with all this. This, this is kind of fun. <laughs> I wish I did this live on the show. What a time to be playing with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jones uh, said two years, 25 million. This is even before we asked the question, Jody, had three years, uh, 36 million as the number, uh, two years, 25 with an out is what Rooney said. Bork says three years, 30 million with 6 million of that being a signing bonus. Pedro had three years, $38 million, 15 million, nothing more from Wesley, two years, 30 million. So right in that $15 million range from Mr. Jones as well, 10 million for one year incentive based from Sheila Two years, $30 million from Wild Turkey. JR said two years, $40 million. He's right up there with me. $18 million a year from Amar. Uh, two years with a three-year option up, uh, cost at least $35 million, says Jason. Two years, 25, says Steven. Three for 24 total, says Orlando. Uh, two, $20 million, two-year deal, eight guaranteed this year, plus incentive. I got to say, Austin, I'm impressed by the chat. They're coming with incentive based they're coming with multi-year with the, make this a signing bonus offset this to the next year then you do an incentive like this is impressive for a pretty simple question right here um and yeah i get a couple a couple people like my uh like it a couple people don't like it so you know 
you know, I, GMs, I, under, I feel your pain. I'm out here just trying to sign DeAndre Hopkins to a nice, handsome contract for the Titans. Fans don't want to hear it. Do you not want a great wide receiver? Uh, yeah, Eric's out on the $20 million a year. So I think 10 to 15 is where the chat probably is. 10 to 15, I think, is a, like probably a fair assessment on a two to – the thing that surprises me is I see a lot of two- or three-year deals. So yeah. how would you feel about like a multi-year contract? Is that so, a win? I think so. Um, Even if it has guarantees in it and you're guaranteed to be paying D-Hop, I would like to see them get him on two-year deal. I, I would love that. because I mean, I think that not only provides the stability to the wide receiver room this year with Traylon Burks, it allows them to grow together as a kind of a duo, mm -hmm. but assuming – Ryan Tannehill is gone in 2024 and you're turning over the keys to Will Levis or Malik Willis, having that veteran wide receiver in that room, I think is, is a big win for a young quarterback who's trying to, uh, you know, get their bearings about them in the national football league as a starter. So a multi-year deal I think would be, and th this was actually my idea when the Titans first got involved with D hop was, just backload it. Like if you're going to do two years, the way that you can avoid your cap constraints this year is by backloading a deal because you have all that money available coming off the books for 2024. If you want to pay D hop $6 million in a signing bonus and a $1.1 million base salary this year, that turns into a, you know, 15 guaranteed next season. That's fine with me too. Whatever it takes to get it done. Yeah, I think that's where I'm kind of struggling with this is I, I, two years, 30 million is where I want to be. I think that's a fair number. Like, yeah, so like I, I should clarify, right? When I said 20 million a year, I would do it. It wouldn't be my first offer, right? That's not where I would start. But like if you're going to pay him 15 I think the difference between having DeAndre Hopkins and not having DeAndre Hopkins is significant enough where if it was going to cost me the extra $5 million for a season, I think that money is well worth it. Because if you're going to pay him 15, that means that you're very serious, obviously, about winning this season and about, yeah. you know, and you recognize how important he is to that process. At that point, what is the extra $5 million if not just guaranteeing the fact that he'll uh, he'll be with you. So. so so what I did is I I did a two year deal for thirty million dollars in total. Mm -hmm. And then I did a twelve million dollar signing bonus. Split over four years. Two years. Oh, you're only gonna do two? You could do it. You could void it more if you want. Yeah, to. you could do yeah. Um I I you know I have just got started with this tool. I gotta find the the void year. Um well, what? you can, yes. Yeah, well, you just do it with the bonus. You split the bonus through four years. I, I bet I've done exactly what you're doing before. I go, you go on over the cap. All right, so there we go. So I did it. I did it. I did it. Okay. <clears throat> so now this, this is pretty good then. So you've got uh, two years, 30 million with two void years at the end. I've got a $2 million base salary fully guaranteed this season. So now that cap hit for 2023 is just $5 million. Then mm -hmm. I've got next year a $16 million base 
but I have ten million dollars of it guaranteed. So D Hop yeah, is can... looking. He's looking at what is he going to get. He is going to get fourteen million dollars in his pocket this year, right? With twelve signing bonus, yeah, and two of a base salary guaranteed. So he's get he's gonna get fourteen mil in his pocket, and he's guaranteed to get ten million dollars in his pocket next year, whether he's here or not. But that, but the base for next year is sixteen million. Yeah, and I think yeah, you definitely do a it's. It, how much of it did you say guaranteed? The whole of the whole deal. Yeah. 24 out of the 30. Yeah. I mean, I think that deal, like, I don't want to speak for D hop, but I think it makes a lot of sense. Right. And I'd be comfortable with that, with that number. I don't think that's an, like I said, Austin, DJ Moore, $20.9 million in Chicago, which I actually think is a kind of a team friendly deal for what some of these wide receivers are getting in the upper twenties to $30 million per year range right now. He's the 10th highest paid wide receiver. You've got D hop in the 15 to 20 range. Yeah, that's not an overpay. It's not too much money. That's what he's worth. He's probably worth more. If we're being honest, if Odell Beckham jr. Is worth 15, I'll remind you Odell Beckham jr. Got 15 D hops probably worth over 20. So I don't think it's crazy to say I'd pay him 20. I don't think that event like valuation of a two year, $30 million contract is crazy. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense for both parties. So, okay. Maybe we just signed DeAndre Hopkins. Who knows? Ran, yeah. if you're watching the show. I mean, so you got two void years at the Send end. Send it his way. Send it his way, and, you know, we'll bill you later. I mean, I, yeah, 24 million bucks in DeAndre Hopkins' bank account in two years minimum. Up to you got, 30. You got Traylon Burks on the rookie contract, and you've got those two in your offense. Like, and the that, cap I mean, that's, that's the a cap that you next year, sharpie yeah. for next fall. And and the cap hit next year is just 19, which is not ridiculous. Yeah, I, I know. I I think like so. This is potentially, and this is what I, when we first talked about D Hop to the Titans, this is what I felt like made more sense for them to be able to do it and afford it and give themselves some sustainability. Maybe it is the two year deal that gives them more options and, and allows them to compete financially a little bit more because you can't offer them the 15 this year. So it's going to have to be in the form of a bonus that you, you know, have some void years for, and then you're going to have to pay them a bigger base next season. But if, DeAndre's open to it. That makes all the sense in the world for, to me. Yeah. All right. So there you go. You, I think you we should, just signed D Hop. You think yeah. we just did it? Yeah. And I'm saying right, we're, these billable hours, you know, you'll, you'll send What's your uh, rate. Well, I, you're the one that did it. So it's really up to you. That's the <laughs> That's agency sports rate. rate. You, you'll send an invoice right to Rand's yeah, office yeah. after all the right. contract gets signed. So there you I'll, go. Uh, I'll have to like, screenshot this or export to pdf or something i'll make this contract where i can share it on on social nice there you go all right that's fun all right ask me anything on this monday this is going to be an interesting one because we've got something brand new to our world uh but first let me tell you guys about farm your health plans farm your health plans is where to turn for all of your health coverage 
to make sure that you can get what you need. Uh, plan on Farm Bureau Health plans for the health, dental, vision, all of it. Just one or two of those things. They've got you covered right there with 200 plus locations across the entire state. Also uh, at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. That's how you get started as well. Zach saved 20% on his health coverage once he switched to Farm Bureau health plans and they can do something similar to you. And it all starts with a very easy easy uh, you know, reach out to them for uh, a quote and they will make it easy on you to get what you need from your coverage, whether it's better coverage for a less rate. We just talked about our rates for Rand Carthon in, in signing contracts. Farm Bureau Health Plans, they got a good rate for you guys out there. So whatever your life situation is, Farm Bureau Health Plans has you covered. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports to get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, you can get it back in the form of a bonus bet. Make every game and every play mean that much more. With the king of sports books, it's BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued is down with trouble. Bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. All right, Sam. Uh, this Monday, ask me anything. Uh, I know where this is going already. Yeah. Are you thumbs up or thumbs down on threads? Am I thumbs? I have a lot of thoughts on this. Okay. So I will go for it. What? Just unload. I am ready for your thoughts because I was – uh, not as tuned into my phone the last several days as I normally am, but thumbs up or thumbs down on threads that launched what last Wednesday night slash Thursday or yeah. so. I was quick to the threads game. I was quick to the threads game, but uh, I am thumbs down on threads. I don't know if that's where you thought I was going or not, but okay. I just... well, you said you thought you would know what my answer was. No. I no, I changed my ask me anything from oh, okay. the show. So I, I'm thumbs down on threads. I was thumbs up on it. I like the idea of it. I I had fun for two days and I got bored really quick. And I I I realized like last couple of days I haven't checked threads. I've gone right back to Twitter, gone right back to refreshing my Twitter feed. And I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't like there's this weird threads thing that's going on where people are like trying to go viral acting like they're not trying to go viral. Like everybody on threads is posting like, so glad we don't have to like worry about the algorithm on here, guys. What a great sense of community we've got on here, guys. But every post is like some cool photo that says like, what's your favorite dream vacation spot or (laughs) like, you can only eat three foods for the rest of your life. What are you having? It's all the same stuff stuff to play. Like people tried to get on the platform early. They saw an opportunity to potentially be an early bird to a new social media platform. And they wanted to grow the engagement on their account as quickly as possible. But all of it, I like, I there's, there's nothing entertaining for me on there. I, it's too, too nice it's too like i don't know it's too nice kind of yeah there's no uh no drama on threads yet i like i like a little bit of the drama that i get to see on twitter i I don't see a lot of people interacting with one another it's all just like like i said influencer type of social media which i hate 
Well, it's, like, it's, it's just your Instagram and Twitter form. It's the same audience. But it's but like Twitter, a lot of people have their own individual account and voice and they talk about things. I, like I would never see a random person's thread about what they're doing that day. It, it's all influencers with the Instagram check mark that are yeah. like, here's a photo of me doing like – whatever i'm meditating in the mayan empire like where's your favorite dream destination to do your yoga so, at? like it's all stupid i don't care so i'm 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 currently thumbs down on threads i was late to the twitter game like really late to twitter but it's what all is- you know it's threads we're never gonna know what threads is until more people get there. Cause you know, I've seen people watching the show and commenting like what's threads. Like, you know, it took a while for Twitter to develop into yeah. the news madhouse that it is now. And so like it, we just need to be patient with it and wait until we know what we want to do with it. Like, I don't know. Like, what do I want to do? What am I going to do well, on threads? And I'm not already doing it. That's different than Twitter. I mean, it's literally Twitter without the discourse yet because that's gonna but happen then why would i need it like why do i need it? i have twitter yeah but but it's about what elon i might or might don't not. like i don't like the dark i'm looking at it right now i don't like the dark mode that i got well, going. Like, i'm a dark it, mode guy anyway so i don't like this at all but i'm i'm scrolling through it i just see a lot of like top 10 spots to check out for dinner this week in nashville people trying to get clicks it's a new place to get clicks that's what it is i don't like people trying to get like social media engagement without put, putting out like a real thing like so that's what yeah i'm thumb you asked me my opinion i'm thumbs down it, it, it annoys me i'm bored we're, we're just too early we're just too early on it maybe it's gotta it's gotta continue people have to know what what do they want to do with it <clears throat> like am i just gonna tweet every like thread everything i tweet are you going to duplicate stuff? You're going to have I different personality. I on thought about doing it, but that's what people are doing. I mean, that's like, I just in terms of like the sports media space, Adam Schefter, Tom Pelissero, yeah. these account, like every sports team has a threads account already that they've, they copy paste their tweets and, you know, put them in thread form and put them out there. So there's also no hashtags, which I think is insane. Like, uh, Facebook has hashtags now. How do you not have hashtags? I don't know. Just trying something new. I don't know. It, it, like I, I'm intrigued by what. Also, the this point. I heard this point the other day. This is hilarious. I love how the world was like. We need to make a new Twitter because Elon Musk is evil, and we need to be saved. So naturally, we turn to Mark Zuckerberg because, like, that's that's going to solve all of our problems. Well, if somebody knows how to do it, you know. But, like, he's had just as many problems. <laughs> like, Mark Zuckerberg went to court for, like, data theft for, oh. like, like <laughs> a year ago. I'm and not now s- we're like, oh, Zuck, come save us from Elon, the big bad man. Fight him at, at in the Roman Coliseum. Like, I mean, there's just nobody else to, to do that. Th- what are the other options? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess we just got to deal with Twitter, huh? <laughs> yep 
Well, all right, guys, that'll wrap it up uh, for our Monday Ask Me Anything. We'll just see what Threads does. But again, all of our industry topics presented by Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out. Make them a part of your new car buying process. And see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Uh, we will do another trivia show uh, before training camp starts. That's the plan is to get uh, Sam as trivia master back in here. We Hopefully had to scrap that. For real this time, right? Like yeah. we're going to get D-Hop signing news at, in the middle of the trivia show. And like we're going to have to scrap it again. Yep, yep. That happened uh, with the Nicholas Petit-Frere suspension uh, a couple Fridays ago. But hey, we'll make it work. We got plenty of time. We got plenty of time coming over the next few weeks. But all right, guys. We will see you on a Tuesday. Buck Rising will be live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. Make sure you do like the show before you go. Hit that thumbs up button. It doesn't matter what you're watching on. If you're watching on uh, on YouTube or Facebook, maybe Threads will have us stream live there coming soon. Who knows? Uh, but make sure that you give us that thumbs up there on the show. That helps us out and helps you out as well as we continue to grow our community, get closer and closer to training camp here in a couple of weeks. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Tuesday. Appreciate it as always.